0: <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back to Book Talk Made Me, the podcast where we're talking about all your favorite books from Book Talk, Bookstagram, and, you know, wherever you're getting a good book, we're going to talk about it. I'm Caitlin, joined by my hosts, Bridget and Hilda. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's like a three second delay on my end here. <laughs> well,
1: I was like, who's going to go first? Is it going to be Bridget? And then. She didn't, so I was like, "Oh, let me do it before it gets too long." And then
2: we did it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I got distracted by whatever my notes app just highlighted, and it's I'm just a little teaser for the rest of this episode. The stocking who stuffed her. <laughs> oh
0: my <God. laughs> That that made me laugh out loud. Also, I also. can't stop thinking about it. But we're I- gonna we're gonna keep thinking about it because that's a talking point we have to get to. <sighs> All right, so we're going to put pause on that because we're coming back to talk about the sentient book erotica. But first, we have to talk about the actual book. If you insist. If we insist. Uh, Because we are finally finishing out the fourth book in the Four Horsemen series by Laura Salasa. Or as
1: we like to call it, the Four Horsemen.
0: Which is, again, (laughs) the way it should be said. The four horsemen. We've covered our boy pesty pestilence. We've got war, Caldrogo. Drogo. We've got skinny boy famine, who is not actually like a skinny boy. Rock boy, bird mouth, bird mouth, but- bird, <laughs> bird, mouth. <laughs> bird mouth famine, <laughs> bird mouth famine. You no, know, the cover art did him dirty. Yeah, and then yeah, glow and glowin the dark dick, <laughs> AKA.
1: It was a glow stick. Oh, my God. Oh,
0: my God. Yes. And so if you're like, what the heck are they talking about? He's got like, you know, all of these men have glowing angelic symbols on them. And deaths just happen to be on every single part of his body. Including In- his penis. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> including his penis. It's like when you
1: put stars on your kid's room. <laughs> on the roof.
0: Yep. I, I wonder if it points anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a compass Just <laughs> spin him around which way are we going death oh lord oh gosh well, already you off the flashlight.
1: Record.
0: crank him up baby whip it out we can't see where we're going
2: <laughs> can you imagine if it's like when they're having sex in the middle of the desert and because he's glowing you know those like high beam lights that you see in the sky sometimes when you go to events
0: y- like yes that's how it
1: is when he like pulls out <laughs>
0: Look at those spotlights. Oh, there's Jeff. He's doing it again. He's so funny. (laughs) So we're keeping it unhinged right off the bat. (laughs) Right off the bat. Because I think I speak for all of us when we say we're happy to have closed the chapter on the four horsemen. Not that it wasn't bad. It just wasn't our favorite. It just – it got a little tedious because
1: Uh it was very formulaic.
0: Mm and.
1: You know, we did get that small breath of fresh air at the end of book three, but then we went right back to like the same thing. Yep, that
2: and was exhausting so exhausting to
1: read. And then on top of that, she added a hundred pages unnecessary. unnecessary, unnecessary. Um, so this is the part where I tell everybody I did not finish. Again, if
2: you're gonna like make the last book the longest, at least add more spicy scenes. Give me something to look forward to, because if they have to travel across the world again, killing people for the hundredth time, and she's debating whether she loves him or doesn't love him, and oh my god, my family's dead. Three
0: act three is the same in every in every book we've read. Where maybe it's act two, really, where they travel the world. She's like, I like you. I don't know if I like you. We're catching feels. Stop killing people. I won't stop killing people. This is how it happens in books one, two, three, and four.
2: Oh, and the grand finale is always one of the women die
0: yeah yeah. So I will say, I think the thing
1: that made me dislike or not dislike, the reason I guess I didn't really like this series that much is because Pussy can save humanity. No. no. I uh, was <laughs> it's because I don't think we're given a good enough reason for why the women are falling for these murderous men. Yeah, and I think the way death kind of explains it, it's like, oh, you were meant for me, like, oh, so like they don't even have a choice; they were predestined to love you. I don't know, I. But then let's explore
0: that. Like, what, what, what about yeah, that? Just, part of this grand plan. I had a big so, talking point on that, and I want to expand on that when we get there. Okay. because I had the same thoughts and feelings. See, look, I
2: read a lot of dark romance, so I'm just like bad guy into it in my villain era, right? But I felt like the characters just like. They never went deep enough for me to be like, oh yeah, you're redeeming at some point. Yeah, especially this one, I felt like it was very lacking in personality.
0: It was. Yeah. And again, this is another part I want to talk about. So let's get into talk some. Fe- oh, you know, you know, I'm. All, I already want to jump into thoughts and feelings, but we probably should set you up with the synopsis of the book cover so that you know if you haven't read this book and you've just been listening along with us, you're welcome. Uh, that you know what happened.
2: Aka the. Over dramatic retelling
0: correct over dramatic retelling um so does anyone want to take it or i will uh <clears throat> dust off the old pipes here for the dramatic dramatic you retelling can, you can take it okay
2: <laughs> i mean i can take it if you don't want to take it
0: <laughs> no no here we go <clears throat> it always starts the same they come to earth pestilence war famine and death The four horsemen riding their screaming steeds, racing to the corners of the world. Four horsemen with the power to destroy all of humanity. They come to Earth and they come to end us all. The day death comes to Lazarus Gerbon. I just, I'm realizing now I don't know how to say your last name. Gomond. Lazarus Ger... Gomond. Thank you. We're just going to call her Laz. They come awesome. to Lazarus's town and kills everyone in one fell swoop. The last thing he expects to see is one woman left alive and standing. But Lazarus has an extraordinary. I think my copy paste missed a word here. Or she has an extraordinary. She can There's missing ability. Award. Is it ability? I. I mean, it fits. I don't know if it is ability. Uh, but sure. Well, keep we say,
2: but Lazarus is extraordinary. comma, She cannot be killed.
0: Thank you. Okay. Period that sentence again I'm like This doesn't make any sense And I copy the whole thing From Goodreads Okay whatever Yeah but I don't La- think
2: Goodreads Is Always do it from Amazon
0: I, I, it was the first thing that came up. I usually do it from Amazon, but either way. <clears throat> but Lazarus has an extraordinary ability. She cannot be killed, not by humans, not by the elements, not by death himself. She is the one soul death doesn't recognize, the one soul he cannot pry free from her flesh, nor can he ignore the unsettling desire he has for her. And the longer she tries to stop him from his killing spree, the stronger the desire becomes. When Lazarus crosses paths with three other horsemen – an unthinkable situation leads to a terrible decision to seduce death and save the world. A hopeless task made worse by the bad blood between the two. But as try she might, Lazarus cannot stay away from that ancient beautiful being and his dark embrace. <laughs> the end is here. Humankind is set to perish and not even the other horseman can stop death from fulfilling his final task. Only Lazarus can. Uh, also, good reads that had a lot of typos. <laughs> that that was I was just—I was like jumping was... over as I
2: read them. You did good, considering you know. Yeah. Good to reset you have for failure.
0: Yeah, considering like crucial words <laughs> were missing from that. Um. Yeah. So there you have it. We've got Lazarus. She cannot be killed, and of course, death finds this desirable. Uh, let's talk about thoughts and feelings on this one.
2: I'm glad you brought that up. Like the retelling, not the retelling. You know, the dramatic retelling. Um. Because I was just like, oh, I didn't really have any thoughts and feelings in this book, but I lied because – and I just remembered like half of them, the reasons I did not like this book.
1: So I find it really interesting, Caitlin, that you liked this one way more than the last one. Well, Bridget and I are definitely team famine.
0: I know you are, which is so
1: interesting to me. Bird mouth all day, every day. (laughs) Yeah, he can (laughs) chirp on over
2: by me. Like, (laughs) I'll take him over this. The thing is, is like I – like death had the formula for me to be like foaming at the mouth, like yeah. horn dog, right? Because he has wings, he has that emo vibe, tattoos, tattoos. Like he's basically Gabriel all over again.
0: Yeah, mm.
2: but he, but it he's was, not. But he's not. He's no, with so Gabriel,
0: <laughs> I wouldn't say I. He's the dollar store Gabriel. He's dollar store Gabriel.
1: Damn. I
0: wouldn't say I liked him more. I liked this book's content more than the last one. I think Why? where you guys struggled on same. this one. I really struggled <laughs> on the last one.
2: <laughs> I think it's because I had higher expectations for this book the way the last book had set it up for us yes. to be introduced to the four horsemen. So I felt like they were going to come in here and change up the entire formula of this book instead of going through the a sappy like find a girl, fall in love, yep. do all that. And it did There was a part where they were going like back and forth with each other and fighting with each other that I enjoyed. But then we got back into the rhyme and rhythm of like, let's travel. But even that kind of got a little
0: old. Yeah, because
2: it was happening for a
0: year. A year. A year. Because in this book, they'll give you the timeline where it's like year 26 in June of the Horsemen, year 26 in August of the Horsemen. So it brings you through the year and you can clearly see how much time has passed. I think it was like 15 months. It was like 15 months, I feel like. What?
2: I kind of just like skim over that part because it never feels like it's moving along.
0: Well, I was From- curious how long they were doing this. Like, I'm gonna fight you in this town. I'm gonna lay a buoy trap in this town for you, and like, it just took forever. Um, it was,
1: it was way too long. It, it, it had no, again, it had no business being an extra hundred pages. We said the same thing about war, and it's just like, because nothing's really changing, and um, yeah, I. Preferred famine and his sadistic ways because I feel like at least he and had a his personality. snarky attitude, like yeah, pers- yeah, Agreed. and he did have a better attitude, but better personality. And Anna, out of all the heroines, she was funny. As well. has has a heart of gold, a pussy of gold, and I guess a personality of gold too. She is a- uh <laughs> she was the best.
0: <laughs> she has three goals right there. She's a golden girl. Three Stars. Three She's stars winning the Olympics. Girl. Yes. <laughs> The Simone Biles <laughs> of horsemen.
1: Uh, Apocalyptic horsemen women.
0: I felt
2: like if they were going to give us that extra 100 pages, there were some things that I would have liked to know. Like, why was she the one that wasn't able to die? Yes. Yeah. Like Also, why did I he just... keep sparing his brother's lovers if he didn't believe in their mission of their purpose or yeah. whatever they were – their reasoning, I guess.
0: Yes. what does
1: God feel about this at this point, you know?
0: What the heck? So those are all the plot points, I, the questions I had. <clears throat> and I was telling you guys, I'm like, did I, like, just skip over this when I was reading? Or did I actually – are these actually still plot holes that we haven't summed up? So even though I liked this one better, technically – um it because it set up death. This entire time you're set up, everyone's like, Oh my god, you fearful of my brother death. He's the worst one. Don't worry about like you have to be careful about my brother death. So they set him up to this fearsome creature. And then the fact that he was instantly like a moody, hard-eyed little boy over this girl that he just met Laz was it just, was such
2: a disappointment.
0: It really was. Like, and give me that
2: rider journey. Like really break him down and turn him writer. into something redeemable.
0: He yes, writer would have been good. Uh, because I kept hyping him up to be like the big bad boss, but it was just a big bad loss because he was Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he did not Caitlin, pay off.
1: Caitlin with the
0: zingers today, girl. I've had two glasses of wine already. Oh, <laughs> <All> it's good. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, yeah, so he just wasn't he wasn't it for me for for what he was built up to be. And then we don't talk about why he spared his brothers, because he did play a role in all of their deaths, whether he granted it in the beginning, you know, was he the one who whispered to Anna, live in book three in famine? I don't understand why we didn't come back to address those things in a better detail. And I thought maybe he was part of, like, maybe we all thought death was going to be the end, but maybe he was in on it with God the entire time. And this was like, he was like, a oh, you passed. Yay. Three brothers fell in love. Like, I... Just give me something more from that, but literally not a word about it. Nothing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it just – It was a
2: disappointment for me. Yeah. It was. And I should have known better because we just read four – three other books that was copy and paste.
1: But yeah. you know it's not a disappointment? The titles of Caitlin's notes. I thought you were Those about are... to be like that disco stick because <laughs> she took a ride on his disco stick. <laughs> she sure did.
0: That was really good um what else um i also want to know is lazarus a god like why can she have the powers to stay alive we don't talk about that we never hear about it
2: also why was she suddenly able to die
0: yeah all good questions all good questions now i do want to point out despite us yucking this um a lot of other people yummed it this got 4.25 stars on goodreads and a 4.6 on amazon what, what do we think about that?
2: Look, we have been deceived by book talk before. We know how the hype works. Like, We know how that happens. Um, also, I think if you read this book a couple months separate from each other, mm-hmm. it'd be fine. Like, If we yeah. were reading this as it came out, we had some time to completely forget the other one, have a little bit of memory of what happened, I would have enjoyed this book. But coming back to back to back- was not a good plan.
1: No, the this is not the one to go back to back. The spiciness went up. There was butt stuff. Maybe people really like butt stuff.
2: <laughs> Why is it that every like winged creature that we come across likes butt stuff? Is that like a trend, or am I just I making know. this up in my head?
0: They've got a flashy back door on their back, and they're like, "Let's go yeah. see what you're packing back there." <laughs> shake a shake a shake a shake <laughs> a tail feather. I did a shimmy shake into the camera, but you just you couldn't see that because this is a not a video medium for you guys. Not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hilda, I do believe you have a correction. You wanted to come correct. I do. Uh,
1: I do. Okay. From dusk to dawn is the Salma Hayek, George Clooney vampire movie from the '90s. Bordello of Blood is also from the '90s, but it's with Dennis Miller and Angie Everhart. But also involves vampires. That's why they were crossed in my brain. Also, Bordello of Blood comes from like Tales from the Crypt, if y'all remember
0: that. Yeah, I remember that. Bordello of Blood sounds like a good book. You're know, like, ooh.
2: Like, also, it would be a nice name change in the game because everything's like Crown of Gilded, Gilded Bones, blah, 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 blah. So and you're like,
1: speaking of good book titles. Oh. <laughs> you guys write it okay so Ride maybe it. maybe it's because i had to edit the famine episode but i could not stop thinking about the stalking who stuffed her and what i believe should be our debut sentient object erotica novel Wait. i also feel like we should crowdsource it and, like, so. <laughs> let's open up a Google Doc and, everybody and everyone just writes goes a chapter. in and, like, writes a line.
2: So, you know, Target just dropped their Christmas stuff. And there's, like, all those Christmas trees that are basically, like, little cones. And the doctor goes in. He's made a TikTok. And he's, like, Christmas stuff was just dropped at Target. I'm going to tell you right now. Do not put these where they should not go. And he's showing you all these different ones that are different textures and stuff like that. This should not go where you think it should go. This is not a plug. Oh, this people. is not this. This is not room for pleasure. Okay, well, and it made me think of your sentient object.
1: <laughs> So, first of all, Bridget, you're the one that brought us the sentient objects. <laughs> and you're welcome. Number the one. gift that keeps, keeps on giving. But like, I you can't. have not stopped thinking about it. I cannot stop thinking about the stocking who stuffed It's a her. great name. The stocking like, who stuffed her.
0: It's so great. I'm pretty sure that has,
1: there has to be, it has to be out there already. <laughs> I can't
0: say it without like a full body cringe around it. Is it, it weird like, that I can't Ooh.
1: hear that without
2: thinking, oh, Thanksgiving stuffing?
0: See. Oof. I just I mean, picture like a
1: stocking so actually stuffed in a bird. I mean that it's is. So, versi- so versatile. You
0: could do it for many holidays, I suppose. There's so
1: many ways that this can go. Yeah. I don't
0: know. You guys, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> but like what would happen? Like with the stocking like inchworm upper body <laughs> like as it moves? Um,
2: I, I feel like no. this honestly might have to be like a a male erronica.
0: <laughs> I that would make more
1: sense. I have <laughs> like replace
2: the sock with the stocking.
1: I haven't read enough sentient object erotica enough or any enough. I was like <laughs> any, I haven't read enough as in I haven't read any. So I'm not quite sure how this works. I did try to read the clippy one once just cause I was like, what is happening here? Like what is wrong with people? And apparently again, because sentient object, it just, you know, it's clearly like you have to spend all disbelief. They just like start, I don't know, sprouting appendages. Snack, it was a snack. In my head, I was like, does he just
2: unlike folds the metal? I don't know.
1: I don't know. So, I mean, there's so many ways. There's so many ways this would go. Like, what would be, what do you think of with the stocking? Oh my God, the the velvet wrapped steel. (laughs) (laughs) Automatically. Of course. How could we have not? It works. So, anyways. Uh, I support you
0: on this endeavor, Hilda.
1: It, it, the thing is, it has to be a group effort because there's no way I can pull <laughs> this, can this off on myself. You. It's too weird to just be you. <laughs> exactly.
2: I'll throw you in some, like, random ass ideas. Let's go.
0: Bridget I'm would absolutely you. come in with, like, now here's an idea. and It would be
2: something. Uh-huh. <laughs> the stocking no judging you guys, because when I come out from...
1: You know what? I'm going to search Amazon. The brain Amazon, is a scary place. Search Amazon right now. The stocking who stuffed chair. Um... Okay, other thoughts. Um, I already called Thanatos a glow-in-the-dark dildo. <laughs> you did um, a disco stick. Let me take a ride on your dis- a disco stick. stick. I love Lady Gaga. Um, I was over the series by fifty-nine percent.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that one part when Lazarus kept saying, "My son, my son, my son." Oh my god, what I is wanted your son's to
0: e- name even. I don't even know if we got that. Ben. His name is Ben.
1: Ben. Oh. ben. I almost called him Dylan. I don't know where
2: I came from. just <laughs> –
1: at least you didn't call him mia (laughs) (laughs) and finally my last thought at some point (laughs) at some point during their sex fest lazarus was like my pussy needs a break and i was just like my brain needs a break from the series (laughs) it's true and um i did not finish again it just Unfortunately, though, I don't think I missed out on anything. You
2: didn't. I think I was like just really over this whole like pussy can save humanity, like thing that they had going on here, and I was like, can we have not come up with something better by the, the fourth book?
0: Right. Yeah. While I love a good pussy power situation, me um, Four times in a row was a little tough,
2: and it's really hard to beat once you you know meet our our three golden girl award winning. Yeah, not Mia. Anna, yeah. a heart of gold, a heart of pussy, or gold of pussy. <laughs> I don't even know. What was it? <laughs> uh,
0: a hooker with a heart of gold. Yes. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It was just repetitive. It got Guys, really repetitive. The stocking who stuffed
1: her is.
2: A book?
0: No. <gasps> oh. I don't think it exists. So there's opportunity. Go yeah, and make I'm it telling um, you.
2: Like steal the title on Amazon, however you
1: do that.
0: Yeah. Claim the name. I don't know. It'll be our I'm Christmas also, gift I'm to also you guys. afraid
1: to Google it. Who knows what I'll end up with. Okay. Uh, those, are, those are all the things I have to say. That's no. what you'll end up with. <laughs> a million dollar
0: idea. That's what it is.
2: <laughs> it's a holiday special novella. We have to drop this by like Thanksgiving. Two so two weeks. We're talking 150 pages of, of velvet wrapped steel that can become any sort of shape that you want it. It's all in your imagination, guys.
0: Bridget's already there. She's like, I already got she five is. ideas right now. Yeah. She walks steel. by Christmas Tree Isle on Target and she's like, oh, man, that's the one for me. <laughs> Takes the for pleasure. With me.
2: Um, I think the, f- I think, what are they called? Furries? Furries? Yeah. Furries would definitely be into this book.
1: Yeah. It was a There's, There's a
2: market. There's a market for this.
1: There's a market. Let's the goal for the people that are bad becomes Benoit Balls. <laughs> There you I go. Mean, there's so many things, <laughs> so, so many, so
0: many ways. Look, go. everyone's already
2: using like the Christmas lights to tie up their little kinky.
0: Is that the new ghost? The ghost mask. Well, that was
2: what it was like last year for
1: doesn't Christmas. Doesn't that
0: hurt? Well, I think we're just, like a handcuff. The same really amount good. as
1: like getting nope. restrained by like ropes. Yeah, but like, oh, never mind. I'm an asshole. I was like, do they turn them on when they want to light it up? Yeah. <laughs>
0: A new term for let it up. Let it up. Danica, let it up. I right know. That's what's thinking in my head. I'm like, no, we can't do that to Danica and throw her into this.
2: <clears throat> oh, we can because she was like the worst friend ever.
0: <laughs> or the biggest mastermind. We don't know yet. But let's get into well, – It's not a good segue. I was like, God's not a great mastermind. Oh, God is a woman. Oh, yes. They did mention her a lot. Just like Ariana but without Grande without actually saying. telling
2: us anything.
0: Right. No motivations for doing this, just <sighs> she just felt like I mean, it.
1: humanity does kind of suck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I get it. Yes, but like, also, can we do Anna like a targeted approach? In the last I mean? book.
2: So like we already knew that.
1: So yeah, so, uh, there's there's yeah. more plot holes than
0: Swiss cheese here. That was way more PG than I thought it was going to be, but thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you for that.
1: After we're just
0: talking about stuff. I'm 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 not totally corrupt. Well, the night is young. Let's get into some world building and figure out where we left off. So this book actually started off with a timeline. Which was nice, uh, except when I zoomed in, it was all distorted and I could not read anything on the timeline. So, oh my
1: god, me too.
0: Okay, I was so annoyed by that. Glad it was not just me. User error. Um, it it was everyone. So, if you're on a your phone, look trying to read this and you try to zoom in, the words will not be legible. So, this book kicks off in year 26 of the Horsemen. So, 26 years later, after the first Pesty came riding through the lands, cl- clopping away. Um, well, I think it's.
2: From when all four of them walked the earth. The oh, first right, time. right. They
0: did their initial all electricity is out. Yeah. Our pleasure cruise around the, the, the earth. Um this one kicks off in Georgia. Um when we first meet death, it's when everybody is in an outdoor flea market. And Laz is in the middle of haggling over apples, which I don't know why I found very – it felt very normal. She's like, I have my niece's birthday party. I have to go get apples, but apples are $1.25 a piece because in this economy, you know, it's crazy because we're in an apocalypse. And just felt very normal, which was strange for a minute there. Um, And in the middle of haggling over apples, everyone literally just around her just drops dead, drops dead down. And she's like, oh, no, not this again. And you, the reader, are like, not this again. What do you mean? So we come to find out that Laz was the sole survivor after pestilence came riding through her town and killed her birth parents. Laz's mother was strolling through the town looking for her husband in the wreckage, and she heard a baby crying. Uh, she adopted Laz and presumably her other orphan children. And I'm sorry, presumably other orphan children along the way because she talks about having a blended family. Uh, so that's how we come to meet Laz and how she has had an encounter with death before. Or not specifically death. This man, just death in the sense of people dying, death, and has lived to tell about it. Again, do we know why? Nope, we don't. Vague,
2: vague but, information.
0: And I'll, you know, since Hilda called it out, I will tell you my my note subjects line. So this one I will say is called The Battle to the Death. Now, in this section's book, death we learn has a tell. So when he's near, all animals go running in a stampede in the opposite direction. Now, I pictured like Jubanji, like Robin Williams Jumanji when like all the animals just bruising yes. like, cruising through the town like yep. hightailing it out of there. That's what happens. So you got rhinoceroses running right along with human cats. <laughs> human cats. <laughs> Household, cat. <laughs> human cats. <laughs> Household cats. Human <sighs> cats. Household cats. So death meets Laz in the market after he kills everyone. Um, instantly he wants to claim her and love her just like his instincts tell him to do. Um, but instead he snaps her neck and so you know love at first sight for them uh so she comes back to life shortly after that remembers what happened and is pissed she's like what the hell man um and this begins the battle royale that carries over state lines she's pissed that he snapped her neck i mean rightfully so and then embarks on a journey to get her vengeance um so she uses the stampede of warnings Uh, The Stampede of Animals is a warning, and she tries to warn towns of death's approach as he traverses through the country. Most of the time, no one's listening, but in some instances, they lay traps for death. In some instances, Laz becomes the trap, and they use her as bait to try to kill death. Spoiler alert, uh, when they do manage to shoot him full of arrows, they all just fall out, and he resurrects, and then he drops everyone because, A, he's super pissed at them for trying to kill him. And then B, they touched her, you know, this touch her and you're dead to me trope comes into play here, even though they've shared, I don't know, maybe like two sentences of dialogue to each other at this point. But again,
2: we touched on it the last book, but also for these, you know, four horsemen who are apparently like angels or whatever, how do they get killed so often? Like their reflexes are horrible.
1: It's 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 ridiculous
0: and they're constantly pissed about it like sir you just killed off an entire state they are killing one person like this is a numbers game and you're mad they're killing
2: one person who cannot die and they know he cannot die they're just trying to slow down his process and still he's butthurt
0: yep (sighs) horsemen, men stupid horsemen So uh, this tit for tat goes on for a while where she travels ahead of him. She lays traps for him to try and kill him. He does the same to her. It's uh, very much like a cat and mouse game with like a little light flirting on his end. I really wanted it to feel like Feyre and Reese where she was like, hated him but like they had very good witty banter back and forth to each other and was kind of like sexual there was
2: no banter at Uh -uh. all in this book
0: Mm -hmm. none
2: and there was such good potential for it too
1: it made me miss famine and anna i at least
0: yes at least they had good squabbling back and forth this death was just a very dull character which was very disappointing considering we got I feel really- like
2: even she was a dull character. Like the very first chapter I was very interested because she seemed so normal and I thought she was going to be like this quirky person and have a good personality and she kind of just lost everything.
1: No, she's just like my son. My
0: son. Isn't that from a movie where they just like scream? I don't know. Oh, it feels like it is. Anyway, yes, she does that a lot. Um, So eventually, because he has wings, he takes her up to the sky. There's a sky battle. Um, He drops her and she's impaled on broken building debris. Now she can't die. So this is pretty unpleasant for a little while we read about like a long time i felt like we read about her being impaled sounds
1: very unpleasant for a very long time and then like
0: dogs found her and she's like this is the worst also where the fuck was death why did it take him so long to get to her yes absolutely because he drops her from the sky and so he finds her after looking for her everywhere uh and i wanted to be like did you just look down like, you dropped her down. Like, she she didn't was like, fly across the wind. Like, the she's not as light as a feather. I feel
2: like there's, like, a one-mile radius. Also, the ceiling was, like, caved in from the impact of her body. Like, did you just not look for the hole in the ceiling? I, like, you it it know, didn't make any sense.
0: I don't know. Yeah, like, she was there Again. for, like a week.
2: And if there was no one else in the area or if there were other people in the area, like, I don't know. I felt like he could have been able to use his, like – angelic powers to be able to detect where she was
0: more plot holes in a slice of swiss cheese correct uh so this entire time she's fighting her feelings of what it means to have death care for her and instead of traveling after death she decides to run from death shocking so this next section i'm calling three deaths in a little baby uh so during their tit for tat back and forth Death ends up bringing her to a house, an abandoned house, which is like arguably gross. And he builds a hedge maze around it so she can't escape. And we find out that he has some of all of his brother's powers, but mostly famines right now, or all of his brothers share some of his power elements. And so where famine can control the flora and fauna, so can Death. So he builds this like hedge maze around so she cannot escape. Death is ill-prepared how to deal with humans. Uh, doesn't really understand. She needs like food. And, like, water.
1: Sh- he certainly
0: learns how to fuck her thoroughly later. Uh, he does. Although he's very inexperienced, which I have questions about. Considering everyone else is like, I've dabbled. And he's just like, huh? What? What goes I know- where? I think Pestilence
2: was the only one who wasn't or who was a virgin. But the other ones were just, like, whipping it
0: out left and right. Uh, it was very confusing to me. Uh, so this is actually where, you know, they're battling over their humanity and their feelings for each other. But we meet famine, um, comes into the cottage one day when death is out procuring supplies for her and tells her, like, we need you to save everyone. We need you to help us. And she's like, what? Why would I help you? You and your brothers killed everyone. Like, you're killing everyone. Why do you need me? Um, And so he's like, when you're ready to come find us, we're staying over here. But, like, we need your help. You need help save humanity. And so – Famine, death comes back, famine and death get into a little brawl. They create an opening through the hedge maze and she's like, that's it. I'm out of here. Screw both of you. Goodbye. So she decides to keep running and during her journeys, Laz runs through an abandoned town where she hears a baby boy crying, thinking that he's just like her, you know, having another person immune to death's whisper. Uh, He is the sole survivor after death had shown up and she feels instantly bonded to this baby and cares for him. So she basically adopts this baby and they run from town to town using the stampede of animals as their warning sign to warn them when death is approaching. Uh, And this goes on for a while, like months is passing in the timeline here. Um, So one day, little baby boy Ben gets sick, like really sick, and she brings him to the hospital and they try to help, but the medicine that they need to fight his meningitis no longer exists. And they're like, we would have had this, but we don't anymore. And so he's probably going to pass. Now, I did cry actual tears during this part. Because I'm like, it's not easy to read how a little baby is sick and dying. So that one made me made Well, you were
2: say like your emoji reactions beforehand. And then I was really worried as I was reading. I was like, if this kid fucking dies. Because I didn't know at that point
0: if they didn't die yet. And I'm like, because if, if death takes this baby and lets this baby die – like, that would fuel her vengeance. So maybe this is going in a different dark direction. I don't know. Uh, Spoiler alert, baby lives. But let me tell you what happened about it. So baby is dying, basically, and death comes to see Laz in the hospital. She is devastated because she knows what him showing up means. And he tells her, yeah, your son is very close to death. It's his time. Let him go. Let him go. And she's begging and crying to have him not take the baby. And so he grants her – one more day to make her peace, and then he's coming back to take her the next day. And then he leaves Now later, Laz will notice that he didn't kill everyone in the hospital, and she's like, "Well, what was that about? Normally, the second you touch anyone, or even he touched the baby, it's lights out; everyone's dead." So she's like, "Huh? What does that mean? What's that about?" um But she's very distracted by her dying adopted son, and she checks the baby out of the hospital to let him pass it home. And why she does, she runs into Death's brothers. So now this is the section of the book that I'm calling Brovengers Assemble. So
2: (laughs) – Well, actually, she checked them out early to take them to the brothers to see if they can save him.
0: Right. You're right. And so Laz teams up with Pesty, War, and Famine um, to try and save her sick baby. Long story short, um, they explain how they give up their missions um, to end humanity through the great, great Pussy Power. Yeah, I was like, the great, immovable love of Pussy Power. <laughs> um, and I mean, it's really what it is. Like, yeah, it's just shocking. Like, just also, one pump in, and they're like, oh,
1: maybe humanity's not all that bad. Editorial note Pesty sounds like testy. <laughs> it does.
2: And speaking of testy, our Pesty, I really like that he was like the soft grandpa. I
0: did too. I was like, I,
2: I kind of like you. You're super adorable.
0: <laughs> yeah. So they all meet up and it's, it's interesting because at this point we've never seen them all together. We've only met them one at a time. Um, and it was so funny to see famine and pestilence. Like famine's constantly ribbing on pestilence for being an old man because 26 years have gone by and he – He aged. He Yeah. He gave up his immortality and he's got a whole mess of kids now and as does war – um, I don't think famine has any yet, but it's just so funny how, like, as they're talking and ribbing on each other, it's like, all right, grandpa, whatever. <laughs> it's just so funny. So long story short, they all give up their humanity to try, or they all give up their missions to try and save humanity. And they say, "Laz, last, we need, like, Bor has found you. You are his woman and we need to unleash you. You need to save humanity and make him fall in love with you. Now, I am saying that they said you need to make him fall in love with you, but all they told her is you need to seduce him. So like love isn't even the crucial element here. It's just purely on the sex is what I was picking up. Mm-hmm. Um, so men. Men. Men.
2: Cause we know the power of our pussy woman. We <laughs> that's do it's true.
0: It's true. <laughs> what are the what are the women? Yeah, that's like those hats that the women wore at the women's march where they just made cats, pink yep. cat hats. It's great. I should get back into knitting. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, I mean, it's a whole line of merch we could have. Pussy power, hats, sell it at our strip club, Electric Idol, like I'm just saying. All these the things. stocking who stuffed her. <laughs> there we go. Your holiday needs are met. Uh, so, Laz considers this and she says, fine, I will do this for humanity, but famine, who we know has the power to heal, needs to save the baby." And as a reminder, he is the only horseman who, so far who has not given up his uh, immortality or his power, and so therefore he can still has the power to heal. So they heal the baby, and they decide to bring them back to their families to go have their wives and, you know, Ben's cousins, I guess we'll say this, watch the baby while she gets to seduce it. Now, this is the section that I have titled, Death Becomes Her.
2: I know she just said section, but like in my head, I,
0: I heard sex. <laughs> the puns are just rolling off the tongue here. So death becomes her. Now in this all game, over, all, all over. Yes, because because at this point, I think we are like seventy percent into the book when they finally, bang, they finally give in to their urges. She's like, all right, I got to seduce this mofo, so let's get on with it. She like tries to get him to drink some wine. He's like, this shit's terrible. She's like, how about some bread? I'm like, wow, what a seduction of a meal. Wine and like a stale loaf of bread. Oh, Um, oh.
2: Oh, I finally remember part of this book. She finally drops down on her knees and then like sucks him dry at the dining room table and walks away.
0: It's always at the dining room table. Power move.
2: Definitely. Power move. Dining room – chair throne, like
0: let me just say it was not as good as a scene as nesta and cassian in the the dining room scene it wasn't but it was still good maybe because we've been starved for something up until this point in the book
1: we were dying for sex at this point. <laughs> we were. Definitely
0: dying. <laughs> um, and what was surprising to me, we talked about this earlier, is that he was very unexperienced in all of this. Like death just – again, he was made it to be like this big, bad, macho-y, fearsome villain that would know all and instead we get like, I don't know, mopey. Yeah, but this is
2: uh, this- he was like an emo teenager, like didn't know anything. Yes. He was like, oh, what's this feeling? Oh, what? What? Oh. But and somehow- just like
1: – he makes her come a gajillion times and knows exactly what to do because immortal fantasy men always right. know. Right. Like,
2: how do we go from, like, complete 100% virgin to, like, butt stuff?
0: Well, I mean, I mean, she did say he was a quick study.
2: I mean, I guess in his defense, he probably saw a hole and said,
0: let's try to stick it anywhere. And she's like, look, I'm doing this for humanity, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, you have Not to do it Not another
1: orgasm. She saved our asses with her ass.
0: <laughs> Hole.
1: Uh,
0: so that um, – there's a lot of banging at this point. What I will call out because this tickled my fancy is that he has raised the dead. So like war, you remember he can borrow all his brother's powers. He raises the dead except he doesn't want her to be freaked out by their dead, warding like rotting, smelling corpses. He brings back skeletons. So he's – like she wakes up one morning and there are so just great. skeletons like chopping up her breakfast. She's like coffee and they're like handing her a fresh coffee pot, coming over there with like an assortment of juices in the morning. Someone's like fluffing a curtain to get the dust out and –
2: Is it weird that I like I imagine them still like fully skeleton but with like a little maid
0: costume on with I a little apron? Them like Coco. The skeletons from the Disney movie Coco is exactly <laughs> how I pictured them. I was like, you know what? I could get behind uh, an army of skeleton butlers. I really could. I could have a skeleton crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, and it was great because famine – I mean, I keep calling them wrong by the net, wrong names. but death,
2: It was like the same book over there I know. And over it was again. the same
0: person. Death quickly realized, oh, she is human. She needs food. She can't stay in this rotting, smelling, rot-infested house. So he keeps finding her like the best houses on the block and brings his skeleton crew to like – Pack up their stuff and travel with them, and then unpack it and have all their food and breakfast served in the morning. And like draws her a bath, and she's initially very creeped out by it. Admittedly, I would not be creeped out by it. I'm like, this skeleton here is gonna draw me a hot bath. Game on, go for it
1: and make me a gourmet breakfast. Plus, yeah. give me fresh coffee and a French press.
0: Like, say less. It's- I-, I don't know
1: where to buy this type of
0: skeleton crew me service,
1: but sign me up. I'm skeleton all in. butlers. Right, and And I don't have to like talk to them because they're not real,
0: right? Like no human interactions, just like beyond like the hello, is this like the coffee ready yet? And they'd be like, hand just handing you a cup, smiling. Yeah, they don't even talk back at you. They just like
2: do what they need to do.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean,
2: (sighs) this would be great. It would be great. It
0: would be so great. Um, but she's like very creeped out by like their skeleton bony fingers like touching her food, and again, I would not be. Like, I mean, this is the It would have been funny. one thing if it
2: was like subpar food, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. If but they were like, making gourmet meals for her. I'd have been like, bitch, you were starving. You were haggling like for apples for a dollar twenty five, and now you're gonna be upset because a skeleton made you a five course meal.
1: I mean You're ridiculous. <laughs> I'd get it if it was a zombie. Right. But they were full on skeletons. So it's just skeleton like yeah no, it's like, not there's not pieces
0: of your flesh falling off into yeah. this food it's already gone also, i'm sure they still sure wash their hands bones i it's bone fine. broth soup is so good for you so yeah you know. going right? just can just swirl their finger in some hot water and bam <laughs> <laughs> your heels uh so that was that was my interesting part of this i, I enjoyed that as we all did so towards the end of this You know, it's that constant battle that they went through and all the things. She's like, please stop your divine purpose. And he's like, I will never stop my divine purpose. And she's like, I will never love you. And he's like, well, I love you anyway. Too bad. I'm going to keep you alive so you're the last person on the earth. And then something happens and then she dies. Um, So there is this like Avenger style uh, apocalyptic times where he's like, it is time to judge humanity and humanity will fall. And so you have pestilence, war, famine gang all gets back together um and they try to fight off and stop death which again is hard because he can't die from wiping off the face of everyone off the face of the earth and it seems like he got pretty far before they were able to finally stop him you know you had some scary scenes where they're all kind of fighting the undead separately because he's raising them all up and they're not like slow walking dead zombies they're like fast running coming at you zombies so the battles were a little intense we thought maybe we lost pestilence we thought maybe we lost famine famine is stripped of his powers all this to say at the end of it death realizes that he is meant to be humanity has been saved pussy power wins again and he is not going to end the earth and he gives up his divine mission and purpose to live amongst humanity He's got a tattoo. What's left of it. Yeah. Yeah. Literally what's left of it. He's got a tattoo on his body that's a skeleton embracing a woman. And he's like, I should have known this all along. Um, And, you know, I think initially at this point, every brother has noticed a scar or some markings on the other girls that have had their divine purpose to them. And hers, there was no marking on her that we saw. But we find out later in this is that he – said she spoke a word in her sleep, one word that she should have not been able to have said at all. Was that her? Was that famine?
2: Yeah, no, it was her. That was.
0: Oh, that happened with famine.
2: It also happened with famine. Maybe it didn't happen with her.
0: There was something where he said like she did something where she should not have been able to. I know at some point like he thought that like
2: her word was life because she wasn't able to die. So he assumed that was like what her symbol was. But I do remember him thinking this in his inner monologue talking about this and then he realized her word was love after all this time mm-hmm. but i don't remember how it was determined
0: eh, it's fine i don't care enough to check okay i'll try to look and i had a laugh because i can't I'm just trying to scroll to the end of the book to make sure i'm you know coming correct and get to the part where at the very end obviously everyone all the four brothers walk walk away from this they all go back to their families Laz gets to go see her son again and as they're walking up to the beautiful cottage outside, um, you hear Anna yell "Pussy power for the win!" because she realizes that they won. <laughs> uh, and Laz- again, the funniest one ever. Yes, the best, the funniest one. You find out war has three girls, famine or pestilence has a couple kids. Also, um, Ben, the baby, has been well cared for. He recognizes Laz, and they sort of become this little little family to rebuild. And at the very, very end of this book, a street light flickers back on again. And so then the lights all turn back on and they all stay on. So electricity and the way we were can start to evolve and continue. The end. Interesting. Did
2: great recap. Boring-ass book. <laughs> Just kidding. It wasn't that bad. But like don't read them back to back to back. Take some breaks. Like yeah, months. Don't read them back
0: to back. <laughs>
2: like months. <laughs> Maybe like a year. Also,
0: why would we have thought normally that's a good thing? I feel like the first book we've read where we're reading them back to back and we're like, ah, this is not the move. (laughs) This is not what we should have done. Well, that is the end of that book. So if you guys have read it, have you been following along with us? Have you been reading along with us? I want to know what you thought about it too. Are we being overly harsh? Did you feel the same way? Are you like, yeah, no, I'm not going to pick up this book after hearing about you guys talk about it? Are you going to say, you know what? I want to see what this is all about and you're picking it up.
1: Do we want to do star ratings? Well, I guess we sure. can give a
0: star rating. Um, I'll
1: give it a three. I can? Wow. Okay. I'd give it a two, even though I didn't finish, because I didn't finish. You didn't, I didn't finish? Feel, I didn't feel
0: compelled to finish it.
2: I'd say 2.75, actually. That's what
0: I was going to say, and I gave Famine 2.75. Like, maybe I'll give this one 2.85. <laughs> Thanks know, like, for your <laughs>
2: <it's> point. not <laughs> one zero extra. extra.
0: Well, because, you know, at least it was a little bit different. At least there was some battling here and there. It was a little little different flavor, but not enough to make me realize this fourth book brought nothing. It's like
1: the difference between golden vanilla and French vanilla.
2: I thought you were about to say golden vagina
1: (laughs) and golden pussy. You know what's
0: funny is I did too.
1: Why did we expect that to happen? (laughs) You guys have just been dropping the P word. Left and right. And I remember when we first
0: started, we'd be like, we couldn't say it. Couldn't look each other Uh, in the eye and say it. You'd be like, pussy? (laughs)
1: Okay, Alexa.
0: <laughs> Not today. Today it's it's all we got. But pussy power unite. <laughs> I mean that should really. I feel like that should be the the title of this, but I don't think we, that would work. <laughs> we got a whole different fan crowd. Uh, so we'd love to hear from you. Of course, you guys can find us at Book Made Me underscore Pod on Book Talk on Book on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, and for that, let's get into some questions of the week. Hilda does such a good job of putting these up every week. We get such good, interesting feedback from everyone. And it's always nice to see some new faces on here and some old fan faves. So let's get into what people had to say about this one. Um, so this one is a new fan. And the name is Swisha. I think I'm saying this right. But you know. Swisha. Don't- Swisha, Swisha. Yeah. Like Kesha. Swisha. Perhaps. So sorry. Swisha. Swisha. You don't come to us for a name, please. Um, but love you. Uh, so they answered the question. What is the main reason that Dane sucks so much? Because he's a blonde male or because he's an insecure wannabe? And as a reminder, this is from fourth wing, the first book. And they answered, he just sucks. He does. Now, I don't know what side of book talk y'all have been on, but I have been seeing this theory again, based on nothing. What if Dane, no, this is a new theory. Psychics claim to solve the mystery of whatever. (laughs) So the theory that I have been seeing on book talk is that Dane is actually the Reese in this duo. And – No. And no. Zayden is the Tamlin. Oh, my God. I
2: would hate everyone forever for doing this to us.
1: That – no. So uh, – Okay, listen. It's just listen, chaos. Guys, I love it. I get it. I get it. Dane's fan art, he's hot. He's hot. But no. No. He's an I mean, insecure You called wannabe. Tamlin a
0: daddy. You did. Those she words did. are immortalized on the podcast.
1: I mean, yes, I did in
0: that one specific picture. Look, I'm Team Redemption Arc for Tamlin. Uh, so. so anyway, I just had to bring this pure chaos to everyone and and see if you guys have heard about it or seen it also. No, I have not heard or seen this. Uh, the next question comes to us. Uh, Larods331 answered, what is the hottest throne room scene? Tori and Darcy in Zodiac Academy 5, Feyre and Reese in... Tori cor- and Darius...
1: Not Tori and Darcy.
0: <laughs> that would be a very different book. A, yes. <laughs> Sorry, Tori and Darius in Zodiac Academy, book five, or Feyre and Reese in Acomath, um, or Envy and Camilla from Throne of the Fallen. And they answered Acomath. And I have to agree. It was such a good throne scene.
1: What do you guys think? No, I, I vote for Tori and Darius. Always.
0: Yeah. Under the mountain. Oof, oof. Loved it. Uh, Claudia also answered the same question. Who has the th- thought the hottest throne room scene? Claudia, my girl, answered hands down recent Bhaera. This may be a hot take, but I actually prefer the throne room scene over Chapter 55. And I agree. Okay. I do, I agree. Agree. I do agree with that. I so, do agree with that.
2: The thing is that we're, we're comparing apples and oranges here. You can't say what's the best throne scene when one is – actually sex and the other one is pure buildup and tension forbidden tension all that good stuff like
0: it's so good so good so good
2: that scene lived right in my head forever so that i
0: remember where i was bridget you would come over to my house to pick up something and i was telling you i'm like (laughs) wait till you get to this spot like in the driveway of my house
2: was it at your
0: townhouse yeah so funny your your jeep little james is in the back Oh,
2: good times
0: good times like that's how renfried this lives in my head i remember telling other people about it it is a good scene it is a very good scene it is uh page Caitlin's b is out here doing god's work <laughs> spreading the gospel the gospel according to caitlin um page b also answered the same question who's got the hottest throne room scene and she's one for you guys she said tori and darius has the hot hottest scene because there was almost four books of tension but every throne room scene is also just chef's kiss. Chef's it's kiss. True. Every
2: single time. It's it's we'll true. eat it up. We'll eat it up it's and right.
0: die. Oh, sorry. I was just reading this comment to the next one and we'll have to talk about this one. This next one comes to us, I think from a new friend is also Morgan Lelane 01 answered, what do you think about this book? And this book being Vicious Fae, the Ruthless Boys book three. And she said, hi. Can we talk about the fact that Gabriel is Caleb's cousin-in-law, which makes the twins also his cousins, kind of? I
1: So, I don't know what you mean.
0: Cousin-in-law
1: because, I guess, Caleb... Spoiler. So, Caleb and Elise are cousins. Correct. Yep. So, Elise is married to Gabriel. Yep. But Mm -hmm. that doesn't... Twins well, are I not guess related. Got, the twins are not related to Caleb, though. Well, no, but then
0: you've got the twin, well, Tori, who hooked up with Caleb. No, so, so then, There's no blood relation there.
2: There's no, so... No, I think she just means that, like, the siblings both tagged an Altair separately.
0: There we go. <laughs> I think I and I couldn't work also, out the laugh like, on that if, one.
2: If we were going to family function, like, that's technically, like your cousins in like that bigger family like that's your family you know like if i showed up to thanksgiving like i i don't know you guys like i have family friends that i have considered my cousin and yeah. then turns out my grandma was trying to like arrange me to him and i was like well, what are you talking about he's my cousin they're like no that's your father's friend's son you just grew up like cousins so it's fair game and i was like not fair gra- game for <laughs> grandma
0: <laughs> nice try on the arranged marriage grandma i rejects uh so g- good good discussions there on that one thank you morgan lelena one i hope we see you in answering more questions
2: but i do now that we just brought that up i always thought it was weird because caleb hangs out with elise very often like they've gone to a lot of family things together so like i thought it was weird that whenever he would see gabriel at school right. it wouldn't have been like a Oh hey cousin you. Uh, hey
1: brother-in-law or cousin-in-law, or whatever. Like, hey fam. <laughs> I think they did that more so as to not like spoil the series.
2: Yeah, but like you could have given me one like heads-up nod, like acknowledgement, like what's up, bro? Like, I don't know. Some also secret the Queen Easter of
1: Easter eggs. Like, you couldn't have
2: dropped like a little I AC think it because at they hadn't
0: written Ruthless Boys yet. Yeah. And that's why. That's my theory. But yes, the Queen of Easter eggs, there should have been some settled out. Or maybe now we'll get one. And they're like Oh yeah, I thought it was super weird that like my cousin's fourth husband is teaching me, you know, magic. I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Page B answered the question: What spicy books would you recommend? In the House of Wind read, and this was from our Acocif Part One series, and she recommended The Ritual, her whole her soul to take trillit, her whole to take. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> No, that is the title of the book. That's something. It's her soul to take trilogy. The stocking who stuffed her
2: hole. <laughs>
0: Should be on there. Um, brutal Boys of Everlake Prep, Ruthless Boys, Tangled in Tinsel, Loser's Duet, Scream for Us, The Bloodshed Series, That Silk Love, L-U-V. <laughs> I'm going to chug holy water now. Peace sign emojis. <laughs>
1: I, I have like, not read any of those. Thank you for the notes, Paige. I think I've read um, The Ritual.
0: I mean, um, we've read and, Ruthless and, oh, Boys, and, obviously. And we, read,
1: we read Ruthless Boys, and I did read um, the Everlake Prep is The Kings of Quarantine. Yeah, I read that one, Ruthless Boys. Um, did it you ritual read by, is, Tessier?
2: No, it's on my Kindle. I haven't gotten to it yet.
1: I thought you had read the, Her Soul to Take.
2: Yeah, I have. Okay. That was by a different person, though.
0: Mm-hmm. All great recommendations, Paige. All great. Now we're making some notes here. <laughs> right after Clippy, <laughs> we're factoring in these. For the stocking you stuff Uh So <laughs> anyone can go into our Spotify questions. Um, I don't think you have to have a Spotify account if I'm – speaking correctly on this? Or maybe you do because we need to use your name. Who doesn't have a Spotify account? I mean, it's a free account. It's a free version. It doesn't
1: need to be a premium
0: account. It can be free. It can be free. You can log in, find our questions of the week there and answer any of them from any of the ones that have been up past, present. I would say future, but you know, we don't live in the future yet so therefore you can't. But any past or present uh, questions are still up there and we will answer them Well, technically no future as well.
2: Because... Someone could be listening to this in like in a couple of weeks and we'll have future questions on there.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because I was messaging back uh, someone who had messaged us earlier as we started talking and called her on Instagram. Uh, so Taylor, I'm sorry, but you almost joined this podcast as a guest host and I was like, uh ah, no, don't call, don't call. Um, so, Surprise. yep. Yeah surprise taylor and i was like whoops sorry my bad my bad so you would have heard this in the
2: current which would be in the future so i don't know some weird trippy thing that's going on in my mind Taylor's looking at me like to it's too
1: late it's too late to have a time hop
0: time continuum discussions discussions. too Um, late but while we're talking about the future, let's talk about the books we are reading next. So next, we are covering a Fire in the Flesh series. So that is uh, A Sight, book three. Now, remember, she did say she wasn't able to wrap this all up. So while book three was supposed to be the last one, there is a book four coming out. Uh, and I know we talked about it. I'm sorry, I don't have the right I exact think date. think like May. Yeah, I was going to say in 2024. We now, called it. We did. We knew it was happening. So past us knew what was up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have started reading it and I will say, go back and listen to the recap episodes because as always, she drops you off right in the thick of it. There's no warm up. There's no. Into
2: the thick of it. <laughs> Into the <laughs> thick of it.
0: <laughs> Into the thick of it. Oof. <laughs> the TikTok sound from the backyard again. Wasn't it backyard again? Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yes, she drops you off right in the middle, right where it left off. There's no warm-up. There's no reminders. There's no, here's what happened when you lost left us. So go back and listen to those episodes because I started and was like, woof, I remember none of this. Let me go back and listen.
2: Oh, but there's a very, very, very long pronunciation guide. And I saw that there's not a Chad, but there's a Thad. And I was like, wow, she couldn't just name him Chad.
0: A very, yes. So pronunciation guide, very robust. Thank you for that.
2: Also, the grim is actually germ.
0: (laughs) A groom? I don't know. You know we reject these things. It's like Delano, Delano. We refuse. Um, But there were a lot of new names on that pronunciation list that I'm like, you're not ringing a bell to me. Joyful. Joyful, (laughs) joyful. So just a reminder to go back and listen to those episodes. I will put something up on Instagram so you guys know where it is. But of course, they're on um, Instagram. I'm sorry. They're on Apple. Podcast and Spotify, if you want to go back and listen, and I highly recommend you do. Um, and then after that, we've got some fun little shout out episodes because you know we're feeling thankful right now. It's it's November, Halloween just happened a mere two days ago. I was chugging nerds right before we hopped in this podcast, rifling through my kids' candies, and uh, it's Thanksgiving time. We're thankful for you, so little shout outs to you guys, and then we will get into Iron Flame. Dun dun dun. Will it live up? to the original hype of fourth wing i don't know but we'll find out together guys Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and from us here tonight we bid you adieu happy happy reading and we'll catch you next time and pussy power pussy power pussy power forever peace fingers it's like this adult spice girls spice up your life bye